Welcome back to LichCast, episode 30, comics, gaming, anime, and Pokemon Go. It's all geek to me. Joining me this week is my buddy Steve Saylor, aka Blind Gamer. We gotta record this episode in a legit studio, so it sounds awesome. Someday every episode will sound this good. Steve and I talked about Pokemon Go, gaming, radio stuff, and all kinds of other cool things. And it's all coming up in this week's episode of LichCast. But wait, 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 wait. Before we roll that intro, I just wanted to mention that a Kickstarter project that I've been working on went live this week, and it'd be super awesome if you check that out. It's for the Me Too shoulder strapless backpack designed for people with neck, shoulder, and back injuries, but still want to go out there and hike and camp. You can find it on Kickstarter by searching Me-2, the number two that is, or by following the link in the description below. Okay, N now we can roll that intro. We are recording. And we're live. Live in studio. Uh, live from downtown Toronto. Or live from New York. It's Saturday, Saturday night. night. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of, we are in Toronto and we have a gorgeous view of the CN Tower. Um, yeah, we are at, are we allowed to say where we are? Uh, yeah, you can say. Okay, we're at uh, Boom. Uh, 90, it's 90. Boom 97.3 and 93.5 to move. Yeah. Uh, here in the studio, Steve, uh, my guest, do you have, I always forget to ask ahead of time, mm. how do you want people to know you? What is your credit? Uh, <laughs> Steve Saylor, uh, a.k.a. The Blind Gamer. Aye. Yeah. So this is your day job. You work here in the studio, and yes, you're like, uh, we were out hanging out today doing a video. We'll get to that in a minute. Mm -hmm. But um, And we were like, well, why don't we go do podcasts later? We can go and record it in the studio. So we'll be like, oh, this is going to sound awesome. Mm -hmm. Now it's going to be like the best quality audio, <laughs> and then I'm going to go back to my normal. <laughs> and you're going to be like, ah, oh, shit. Yeah. But I thought it would be fun anyways. Uh, my guest from last week, which are actually recording these in the same week, um, Alana, she came by and helped me set up my audio. So it, hopefully that will sound a little bit better. Um, I haven't even actually listened to the episode yet because we didn't get to finish it because the fire alarm went off, which I'm... I will probably mention in that episode. But she's going to come back tonight as well, and we're going to finish off that episode. Fun. Yeah, so it's, it's been a productful, productive Yeah, you've been getting it quite productive lately. Yeah. Just before you leave. Yeah, and so this morning we went out to go do um, a video together playing uh, Pokemon Go. Uh, or trying to play Pokemon Go. Trying to. It, it turned out for good video because the, the servers were down for all hours, like all day today. Yeah. And uh, by the way, do not advocate using the APK, like wait until it comes out in Canada. Yeah. But we were doing it for a video. <laughs> for legal um, reasons, we got to say that. Yeah. Well, I mean, just to, you know, watch our backs and watch your own backs. Like, yeah, just wait till the game comes out. But it was, yeah. you know, for this video we were doing. Um, and the servers have been down for, like, not just us, like, everyone. Yeah, apparently. there was a ton. Yeah, there was a massive server outage today. And uh, so this will come out next week. So this will already, everybody will already know at this point. Yeah. But, um, excuse me. Uh, <laughs> the So that was that. And we spent the whole day trying to play and couldn't. And it was actually pretty funny. And then after we wrapped and everything was good to go, we went, we got on the subway. And mm -hmm. I was like, I'm going to check it one more time. And it was working. It <laughs> that pissed me off to no end because I thought like when I was when we were filming it like uh, before we met up like we were filming for like maybe about like half hour 45 minutes and that's mm -hmm. when we noticed that the servers were down and I thought okay yeah you know what this is actually kind of funny the fact that it's like it, I was going to do a whole bit that it, like I was technically not going to be playing Pokemon and I was going to like for legal reasons I'm not even going to call it Pokemon Go I'm playing some sort of invisible creatures game uh, invisible creatures stop I don't know or commence <laughs> or begin uh, and I was going to do that that was going to be the whole bit but then once the surfers were just not working I'm like Oh, this is even funnier. Yeah. Like, it's just the fact that we kept trying so often. It just like it was down from like nine a.m. till what was it one? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like immediately, as soon as we stop filming, we're done. We think we're good, and you get on the subway, and it's just it works. Good. Yep. There we oh, go. Like, uh, it's yeah, like just our luck. Fucking figures. Mm -hmm. Well, like this morning, so I got it this morning to check to see if it was running, and like to see if you know if I could actually play it, and it was, and it was good to go, and whatever. Mm -hmm. And then you guys were going down. You met at this morning at 9 and then went down yeah. later and I was like well I, uh, I'm going to play a couple matches of Overwatch with Atlanta because we said last night I was like well we'll play a couple in the morning before we go out and so I did and then I was like alright I'm good to go we're going to leave 
I went outside because there's two Pokestops right next to my house. Oh, nice. And so I'm like, I'm going to grab those, and then I'm going to walk down and yeah. you know, get the stuff along the way. And then yeah. I'm out there waiting by the stop trying to get to work. It's not loading. It's not loading all these things. Da, 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 da. And then it kept giving me error or whatever. And then it was just like server it's not there like yeah like popped up with a message like our humble servers we we thank you but we can't whatever yeah yeah and so i'm like are you are you serious and then i text you and i'm like something's wrong i thought it was my network and then yeah. you're like nope i'm having problems too and then like oh okay so it's not just me and after reading articles online a lot of and then there were like tweets people thinking it was their phones people think it was their networks yeah. thing whatever but it's like no, everybody's down. So. Yeah, I, I did immediately a search as like is Pokemon Go down, yeah. and like the first thing that came up it was like the site that you can report like all like if there's any server issues, and it was like like you, there was like a graph on the site that it was like oh like a little bit up and down, but then all of a sudden like for nine a.m. this morning it was seventeen hundred reports, so like the graph was like super, yeah. it was super high, and I'm like oh okay it's not it's just us then yeah it's and totally down not just Canada U S New Zealand Australia Europe. Mm-hmm. Everywhere it's down. But I think what they could have been doing, somebody brought up a good point while we were out there, is that they could be getting the servers ready for the next la- set of launches. Yeah. Because um, it is supposed to go live here in Canada in two weeks. Um, Supposedly. Two weeks. I don't know how trustworthy that, that, that guy was that we met. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> like, like I saw articles about it. Like oh, okay. The, they had yeah. announced that it was supposed to be launched on the 31st. Oh. Um, so hopefully it does, but it could get pushed, especially with all the server issues and people overloading and whatnot. Yeah. I heard so, that that was a kind of an issue kind of early on like there was like it would just servers like it, there would be just pocket of outages mm-hmm. uh, for people that were trying to play it like especially when it was just Australia and New Zealand at that point right um, but it, like it supposedly it was kind of fine for the most part I mean my app would like it would freeze anytime I tried to catch a Pokemon and it would it would go in the, uh, the Pokeball it would just stop Mm-hmm. And then I would have to basically reboot the app, and and I would have lost that that Pokemon completely. Like, and I asked my friends who were playing it, and they're like, "Oh yeah, no, it totally does that all the time. It just totally freezes up." And I thought, okay, that was good. if that was the only problem. Yeah, it would suck if I if I tried to get like a, a legendary Pokemon or whatever, and it just froze. Yeah. But uh, like I didn't have like I didn't see that as a problem. But because like this is the first time that I saw this big of an outage of the servers were down. And I was just like, "Oh man, yeah. that's that to me. That to me was just hilarious. The time, the one time I'm trying to record a video about it, it's just down." Yeah. Well, on launch day when it came out, um, before I knew about there, before all the rumors about being banned and all these things happened, like I wanted to test it out. I'm like, I'm still gonna wait for the launch, but I want to see it, see, because I didn't get into the beta or anything. Mm. And uh, so I tried that, and it worked fine. But like the servers were having issues off and on. But the I had the, the, a weird bug that I was getting is that like you'd catch a Pokemon and it'd go on the ball and then the screen would pan down but it wouldn't like it wouldn't show what was on the screen like there would just be like a white bar that would show up on the bottom of the screen it was kind of weird like it didn't do anything uh, yeah that's that's kind of similar to what, what happened yeah. for me too but yeah. like I'd catch a Pokemon and it'd be fine it was just a weird thing and now now they're actually for the APK there was an update for it and so I was like well I'll re-download it because we're gonna do this video I'm gonna. Just do it and then delete yeah. it afterwards for the video. Oh, I didn't even um, redownload and, it. But it actually does. It saved my stuff. So oh, like, good. It, it saves to your account. Um, so I had that, and I had all the – what I only caught a couple of Pokemon with it. Um, and But they fixed that bug and some other stuff. And then the servers crashed, so. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah that's the thing I, I – um... I didn't even. I, I haven't even updated to the newest APK. I mean, that's the thing. Actually, I think about. It's easier to get the app if you're on Android than it is on iOS. Because my uh, buddy of mine I work with, he um, he has it on on his iPhone, and he had to create like a an I, like a US iTunes account mm-hmm. and a US credit card to be able to use it. Like it just and it, like he had to say that he like his like geographically he was in the US, but he was just in Canada. Yeah. And it was like I just think that that's much more of a bigger like weirder workaround than just downloading the APK. Well, that's you, because you said Apple is complicated and stupid. Yes. <laughs> but that's like that's what like when, when you said like you told me before like the APK like it is the app. Like yeah. and it shows like if you get if you go to the uh, Google Play Store, it shows that when you go to the Pokemon Go, it's installed. It will say like this is not available in your country, right. but it just shows that it's installed, so you know that that's the official app. And yeah, yeah, it is the official thing. Like I, the thing I, I sent you an article about it because I wanted to, I, like, for my friend brought up a good point last night too. When because she, you know, as you if you listen to the episode previous to this one, she works in the gaming industry again. Can't say where, uh, yeah. but it would be a bad business move for them to ban everybody yeah. who downloaded it illegally, and they're just gonna have to kind of deal with the the growing pains of it, right? Yeah. And like, yeah, it is kind of it's a dick move, but at the same time, it's just like okay, so millions and millions of people have downloaded it worldwide. Yeah, you know, unofficially, 
even though it is official, but like if we were to ban all of them, that is a lot of revenue that you could lose. Yes, totally. You know? and Especially I, if it is a device ban, not just an account ban. Yeah, well, th- that's why, um, like Niantic, they with, with that the reason why that sort of came out that they could just ban your device was that because they they would do that for their previous version uh, of the of the game or the app Ingress. Right. Uh, Ingress was essentially Ingress or Pokemon Go is essentially Ingress just with a Pokemon skin over top, yeah. and that was and th- there is a thing in their terms and service that says. Uh, that says as long like do not circumvent uh, any software restrictions, and it's like they say they will ban your account and ban your device, and that's where people were kind of saying that they could do that. Yeah. And I I'd, I hadn't really heard of anybody like saying that they had been banned at all. It just like there was just something that came up that people thought that that was going to happen because people yeah. were downloading it illegally. The only thing I read I read one Reddit poster who said that he back in the day had played Ingress and did the same thing because there was an APK workaround and he got banned and then he, he was able to get unbanned but like the process was really difficult and complicated. Right. And but at that point it was like the, the app was already out. I think with this one it's a particular case is that it, it hasn't been out in the country but we know it's coming. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's going to be like it was like a like a HBO Go is only US only you can't you, like you can't watch in Canada. It's it just it's just that it just yeah. it's, we know it's happening, but you just it, you can just download the APK and that's fine. So listen, here's the thing, Niantic, if you're listening. Yes, yes, I am American, so technically. Mm. It's cool for me to have it. <laughs> yes. I have a Canadian device, but it's going to be unlocked. Yeah. And yeah. I'm moving back to the States anyways. So so you're c- good no matter what. Come on, bro. Yeah, come on, come yeah. on bro. Come on, bro. Yeah. Be, be, be cool, bro. Be cool, bro. Be cool. <laughs> so that's enough about Pokemon Go. Everybody's mm. talking about it. I'm sure you don't need to hear any more about it. Like it's, every, like literally, it's in. I was listening to Mysterious Universe, and they were talking about Pokemon Go. See, <laughs> my okay, my this is my last line of Pokemon. We'll, 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 I swear we move on. But my thinking is, is that I'm I'm afraid about it, like because of how popular it is right now. Right. How long is this going to last? Like, is this a complete flash in the pan? Or is this going to, like, last a while? Because we were thinking, like, but as a radio Pokemon. station. It's yeah. Pokemon, and that has never really gone away. That's so true. And as like, long as they keep adding to it and they add more generations and more stuff and they make – Because right be. now it's pretty bare bones, to be honest. Yeah. Because, um, like, our radio station that I work for, we're thinking about, do, like, using that as, like, whenever we're out at events, that we'll just load up a phone with Pokemon Go, set up a lure – um, wherever, like, if we're close to a Pokestop, we'll just set up a lure there, oh, and yeah. then we'll just get people to come into come to us, and we'll set it up as an like our own station account. So it'll be ninety three five the move as the as the station account, and we're thinking about doing that. But that's for like also like later on down the line, like in a couple of months too. And I'm like, I wonder if it's even going to be just as popular in a couple of months, and uh, like, or is it going to be like just any other like social media that just kind of has a flash in the pan? Well, as, as long as the support stays and they keep adding to it and they keep improving the game, like the numbers will drop off a bit, but mm-hmm. like, I don't, I hope I, the sole reason, like, I think it, it's a cool game and whatever. And I've been waiting for it for a long time, but the thing that I want it to stay popular for is the fact that it's creating these amazing communities of people for sure. that are doing amazing things and we are having some growing pains there are some issues like people mm-hmm. with like you know whatever I think Niantic should go in and like definitely remove the Holocaust Museum for, as a Pokestop like yes, they yeah. should take you know there should be some obvious places where they shouldn't you know whatever but a lot but, of it, like even a lot of the problems is like it's just people just being stupid yeah yeah but yeah. I mean like for every stupid act that is I've seen, there have been five to ten like amazing things. You know, yes, like people agreed. getting over their social anxiety, people getting exercise, which yeah. is a major issue in the states. You know, with the obesity mm-hmm, rate, mm-hmm. like people meeting people, people like you're gonna see. I met my wife on Pokemon Go. Like yeah. you're gonna see, like, uh, oh, I got over my agoraphobia because of Pokemon Go. Like, exactly. You're gonna like all these great things, like. Uh, I mean, and there are some weird things too. Like people are like, like, oh yeah, all for twenty bucks an hour, I'll go play Pokemon Go for you and make you badass. And yeah, like, crazy stuff like that. <laughs> totally. But like, you know, yeah, there have been. That's the thing I like about it is that you're see, you get to sort of uh, in a way see who like who is a gamer, right? Um, and it's like it, it like it's it's the only game that I can think of in in all of history that forces you to go outside, right? And it's like it, it, that's why I hate like anybody says uh, that complains about it. It's uh, about oh I'm I'm an adult I don't need to be playing Pokemon. It's like yeah, but you have time to post that on Facebook, don't you? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, like you're the idiot. It's like it's doing something that no other video game has ever. Oh, yeah. Yeah, done. Yeah. This is the craziest video game phenomenon I've ever seen. And yes. it's a very simple concept. And, like, 
I don't know. Like, there's been some big launches and some crazy stuff that happened, but I've never seen anything like no, this. No, I think the this only- This is like, like, Furby craze level. Like, Pretty much, yeah. Like, like Or crazier. Tickle Me Elmo kind of thing, yeah. Yeah, probably even bigger than that stuff, though, because now it's international and it's social media and all these things. Yeah, because the only two games in history that I think have had a bit, big of an impact is generally Grand Theft Auto and Halo. Yeah. And, like, even like that's not even the ultimate level of what the Pokemon Well, Go I guess is. you could even compare it to itself, because in the 90s, Pokemon Go, when it hit the U.S., like, it was everywhere oh, that's, and it was yeah, crazy that's true. but now like like we're so connected to all these things that like like growing up as a kid watching I was into anime at an early age and like Pokemon and like DBC and stuff was a direct you know reason for that mm-hmm. but like you didn't have as much exposure so like you pretty much like the anime that you knew about was whatever was on Cartoon Network and like Adult Swim and like if you were lucky to have the like anime channel which I never mm-hmm. did growing up but like if you had that maybe you knew about some other things but like now like you can just go to Crunchyroll and be like oh yeah here's a huge list of everything yeah. right yeah. whereas before you'd be like yeah but Gundam and Dragon Ball Z and Pokemon and Sailor Moon and like yeah. well, it's just whatever know? North American import and then if you can get some Japanese yep. imports that'd be even better yep. but still. If, if you grew up in the 80s you know like you know, Robotech and Macross and that sort of thing. But yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways, uh, to move on from there, uh, let's talk about you and what you do and your sure. things. And uh, I mean, yeah, you work here in the radio station and yeah. whatnot. Um, but your own YouTube channel, you are, you know, you go by Blind Gamer. Yes. Because um, you are legally I, I blind? Am, I am legally blind. Okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, uh, like it, the best way to describe it is like my vision. Okay. So normal vision is uh, like, yeah, I'm not completely blind. Not 100 percent blind, and that's, no Hawkeye. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> that would be great, but it was still, um, no. They, they, they even like actually the Canadian National Institute for the Blind, the CNIB. Um, they did a campaign a couple of years ago that te- that uh, that really kind of rings true for a lot of people, like anybody who's visually disabled in Canada. And that it's they said that nine out of ten people who use their services have some sight. And so it's not like – not everybody is completely blind when they say they're blind. Yeah. Um, so normal vision is 20-20. And that uh, – if you're not sure what sort of – even what that means is that if you're looking at something that's 20 feet away and you have 20-20 vision, that means it looks as if it's 20 feet away. For me, my vision is 2200. So something that is 20 feet away to me looks like it's 200 feet away. Uh-huh. So it's generally like I can't see like a lot of detail. Um, I can't like usually read any text that's uh, – Unless it's super close, um, you can kind of call it nearsighted to a degree. I never actually understood what nearsighted or farsighted. I think it's nearsighted. It's the opposite. So like, it's nearsighted means you have a hard time seeing far away, and farsighted you have a hard time seeing. Yes. Close, so. yeah, yeah. Okay. I always. I don't know why I always get confused. By it. Yeah. Because so whoever I'm, made that up is it's bullshit. It's, it's bullshit. They're fucking around. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yes, I'm I'm nearsighted, but um, I. And I love video games, but I was always really bad at them. And I generally used to watch my brother play them because he was really good at video games. And I've, I've technically, I know the ending to a lot of games, but I've never actually played them. It was always, I just watched my brother. And that's kind of why I loved Let's Plays when they started kind of popping up on YouTube. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, it's just like when my, I watched my brother when I was a kid. And I always thought that it would be kind of funny and a kind of a different twist to play video games and do Let's Plays instead of trying to be the best gamer or, like, a really good gamer. Just try not to suck totally. <laughs> exactly. But that's the thing. I, I set the bar very low, so I know I'm going to suck, so embrace it and just laugh at how bad I am. And if I'm self-deprecating about it, and I know I'm self-deprecating about it, uh, then it's at least a little bit more interesting and a little bit more entertaining. So uh, if you're coming to my channel to watch me play a video game, j- just, like, expect that I'm not going to be great. Yeah. Well, and that's kind of the point, right? Like, yeah. yeah. And it's... And I think it's actually funnier and more entertaining to do it that way than just watching somebody who's just really good at it. Because I watch somebody who's really good. It's like, oh, man, I'm just like, there's no way I can be that good. But you watch me, it's like, I could be better than that guy. Like, I could barely get through, like, the first level of any video. Like, name any video game. I could barely get through the first level of it. Like, it's just crazy. Like, I couldn't get through the first level of Sonic or Mario. Like, technically, my mom beat Mario before I did. (laughs) Like, and that's the full truth. Because she bought our first Nintendo when I was a kid. And uh, she played Mario pretty much like straight on until she was like until she finished, and then she just found Monopoly on the NES, and she got got stuck there and never left. I think you should do a Kaizo Mario episode. Oh, (laughs) that would be hilarious! I can't beat the first Kaizo level, so (laughs) that would be great. I actually, some people I thought uh, have have pitched to me that I should do. 
why oh Mario Maker right. and just basically they just send me a bunch of levels and I would give it a try I'm like I, I think I might I might give that a go at some point um, just to see like like give me the, like the hardest level and to see how how much I can actually like get past yeah. and, and get through so but yeah no I started up a, a series Blind Gamer uh, about a year ago a year ago February uh, in 2015 um, kind of did sporadically just kind of to see what what would happen and a lot of my friends who saw it they liked it and so I kept doing it and um and then at the end of uh, September of 2015, uh, all of a sudden I go into work and I'm seeing a ton of emails from YouTube. I'm like, uh-oh, what did I do? I'm thinking like either a copyright thing or like a, whatever, like there's something going on. And I look and there's it's a ton of emails saying, oh, so-and-so subscribed to you or so-and-so comment on your video. I'm like, what is going on? And it's all the same comment. Uh, like the hashtag Leon Pep has sent me here. I'm like, who the fuck is Leon Pep? <laughs> and I'm just like, it's it, it was so crazy. And I'm like, I look it up, and I eventually find this channel and this guy. His name is Leon Pep. He's a Greek YouTuber. And he's a Greek YouTube gamer, and he mostly plays like Minecraft videos. And he has like a, a channel of forty five thousand uh, people. And I look at one of his videos, and it's all in Greek, so I had to actually get it translated. But it's like the title of the video was "Unknown Talent Steve Sailor." And I watched the video. It's completely in Greek. I have, like, I actually, like, again, I had to get someone to translate what was said in the video. But it's just him with my video, like, uh, in picture in picture beside him. And he's saying, like, he's essentially saying, this guy is really good, um, but he only has, like, 130 subscribers. You should, please, as, like, as our community, I know, like, uh, we like to love, like, we love to spread the love. And so go check him out and and give him some love that I know that, like, this guy deserves uh, hey, a ton Pep. of subscribers. I'm like, go check out my channel. Yeah. Out there. <laughs> and then, then I, uh, so I watched that video, and then all of a sudden I started getting, like, I had, like, a ton of subscribers. I got 1,000 subscribers in 24 hours. Wow. That's pretty cool. I yeah. Mean, I mean, that like for the bigger channels, that sounds not like a lot, but like for us smaller channels, that is a lot. Yeah, because I've been on YouTube for ten years. I've yeah. had a I had an account since uh, November two thousand five, and I sort of started playing around with a, a few things and a few different series and and video ideas, but nothing really kind of stuck. And I always thought like. I, I abandoned sort of doing stuff for YouTube for a long time because I just went into podcasting because that was a lot more fun and a lot, frankly, a lot easier to it's produce. It's a lot easier, yeah. Um, and so I've been doing I've been podcasting for ten years and I've had some uh, some pretty big successes that way. But I, it wasn't until I decided like yeah you know what I just want to try YouTube again because I've been doing a lot of videos for work and I figured why not give it a go and so that's and that's what and I'm, now I'm I'm like eighteen hundred subscribers and and counting and it's. It's crazy, like, and it's just only just been about a year, and and I love doing what I'm doing, and I just it's it's a total blast to, uh, to be able to do. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I I wish I always wanted like at the dawn of YouTube, I always wanted to be on YouTube, but I never had the equipment, mm-hmm. and I didn't ever know what I wanted to do. And so now that I have all these ideas, and you know, especially you know, post schooling, that I yeah. have all these ideas it's way harder to get started in now so like yes growing is really slow and like it's just sometimes it's hard to stay motivated and like because back in the day um like the early days of youtube like the top youtubers were like this is the number one youtuber had like a hundred and eighty thousand yeah and it like, was always very low like now pewds has like 50 million almost like that's like you know and then you know, most top YouTubers have 10 million plus, and it's just crazy. Yeah. You know, like like Jenna Marbles, Markiplier, all those guys are like between 10 and 15, no, 20 million subscribers. And like, yep. I think the Pewds is obviously the biggest, but like, I think the next person below him is like 27 million, which is still batshit crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you kind of take out the like the Vivo channels of um of all the like the, basically the music, like the band, like artists and stuff like that, their YouTube channels, but like, I think the next one is, uh, I think number two is Vanoss Gaming. And yeah, it's like twenty seven thousand or tw- sorry, twenty seven million uh, subscribers, and it's just like so. There's such a huge gap between oh, yeah. Pewds and and uh, and the ne- like number two. Yeah. Um, and it's like it is crazy that like and that and that's the thing that kind of like when I saw like PewDiePie kind of get pretty big, and his thing and like and but uh, seeing the fact that it was gaming that that's what he was doing and that's the number one channel. That's when I realized okay, gaming is a, is a much bigger deal. Um, on YouTube than I thought. And, like, yeah. I, I used to love, like, just watching a few Let's Plays. Like, I loved, like, Achievement Hunters back in the day. Um, a lot of, like, Rooster Teeth stuff. Uh, like, Red versus Blue was kind of, like, the only real that was 
major kind of gaming thing that I would watch right uh, religiously. But now it's just like there's so much, there's so many like YouTube gamers, um, and PewDiePie kind of led the way for that. And I like the fact that the number one subscribed YouTube channel is a gamer because yeah. that that just makes me happy. Oh yeah, that's amazing to me too. And like mm-hmm. I I didn't subscribe to PewDiePie for a long time just because out of principle I'm like oh he's just like the mainstream big guy whatever. Mm-hmm. But like I actually like. The more I learned about him, I have a lot of respect for that guy and what he's done. Like, sure. So I actually, in recent months, have started subscribing to him. His actual, like, I don't really care for his actual gameplay videos that much. I mean, he's they're funny sometimes. But yep. I actually like his sketch comedy stuff. That stuff's really yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, but as far as, like, gaming goes, I watch Game Grumps every day. Like, it's oh, part same. of my routine. Same, yeah. Mostly, be- like, and it is my favorite Let's Truly channel, but because I've been following Aaron since, like, the early Newgrounds days. Right, like, right, like when he was eager All of his early, yeah. early stuff, like, you know, like Dragon Ball Z in a nutshell, like that yeah. early. Yeah. You know? Oh wow. Even and before, like even before Metal Gear, awesome. Yep. Even before then, and like, so, but yeah, I mean, I watched all that stuff as it came out, whatever. And like, I remember when he was releasing those things, and so I've always been a really big fan of him. But I do, um, I love the, the Game Grump stuff as well. But it's it's funny because you were talking about like you know being bad at games or whatever, and mm-hmm. then like like even those guys, like I don't think Aaron and. Aaron sucks at games. Like, some games maybe he's not great at, but, like, mm-hmm. it, it is hard to do comedy and play at the same time. Yes, totally. And, like... And in that amount of volume yeah. of videos But at the same do. time, who gives a shit? Like, yeah, exactly. Like, why do you care if he's good at it or not? Like, I don't come for the gameplay. Like, I, I can... will watch... I will come for certain games. Like, yeah. there are some that, like, I don't really watch. Like, I don't... Sometimes I'll skip the, like, you know, they do the goofy ones of, like, Barbie Horse Adventure or something. Yeah. But, like, you know... I will watch the odds and ends of it, but then sometimes those ones also have really funny fucking moments in them, yes. so I'll have to watch that. But like, and you usually, know. and usually like the funny moments is mostly their commentary than the actual gameplay. Yeah, yeah. And that's like I I, I always thought like if they just put that out as a like I know they wouldn't, but if they just put that out as a podcast, like I would totally listen every yeah. single day. Oh, I've I've been gunning for a, like a Game Grumps podcast for a while. Uh, Aaron was on. Philip DeFranco show last week or the week before. Oh yeah, and like I was like, I just want to listen to you talk all the time. Yeah, like you know, yeah. I think having like, you know, Aaron and Dan do a show and then have like the rotating guests, you know, have all the different grumps come in and then just different YouTuber guests at all. So like, mm-hmm. you always have like three to four people on the show mm-hmm. would be really great. That would know? be awesome because yeah. I I love listening to those guys talk. I love listening to them talk about animation. I love listening to them tell jokes. I love you know just all the stuff they do, and they're all awesome. So yeah, um, they are my favoritist. Yeah, <laughs> I I don't watch a lot of the like uh, the series from like beginning to end. Um, yeah, because like, it's just a lot of. It'll hold my attention for a while, and then yeah. they'll skip around or whatever. But like right now, they're playing Katamari Forever, and it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, I haven't <laughs> I, I haven't jumped into that one yet. But I, like what I also love, like I think probably my favorite videos are the um, like the. Uh, the best of so they put out e- each mm-hmm. month it's just like it is the most hilarious 45 minutes to an hour <laughs> of like content that I've ever seen like like uh, th- uh, my two favorite moments and and this is what made me sort of like uh, start to subscribe to them was I just randomly went on to like a, one of their best ofs and it, had, it was I think it was the same month that they had um uh, it was one where they, I think it was like Nancy Drew, and then they're like they're talking. The, the one guy is like, like I shot and I missed, shot and I missed, and I missed, and, and I hit a popsicle, and then I shot and I missed, and they had another popsicle, and I fell, and I fell asleep in the snow, and, I was, and then I took a nap, and then I woke up and I shot and I hit something, but it wasn't what I was aiming at, so it gets a miss. Yeah, and then it was like, and then they did an animated version of that. It was that, uh, and like that, and it was I saw the animated version of like Mark Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> it was like I. I would die laughing. I've watched those videos so many times I think, that I think it, like it was immediately like, okay, yeah, I gotta subscribe to these guys. I think the Mark Zuckerberg is probably my second favorite moment of all time. My favorite game Grumps moment of all time is Updog. Is it Up when he's Dog. playing the Goonies too? And Aaron's like, "Oh, you should go." Was that Updog? And then Dan's just like talking. She's like, "Oh no, you should see if that was Updog." And Dan's just like, "Oh, I gotta thank you for the football helmet. Thank you." And Aaron's like, "Oh, there's Updog." And he's like, "What are you?" What are you talking about? And he's just like, Updog, man. He's like, what is Updog? And then Aaron just loses his fucking mind. <laughs> I had not seen that one. Uh, I need I, to go I'll check show it out. you after this. It's the best. Oh, I, lo- um, I think another one of my favorite is uh, when they're, they're, pl- they're, uh, they're playing Portal 2. Mm-hmm. And uh, like, he's like, oh, I'm Dan- scared. No, it was, it's the Dan when he's like, it's like I'm blue. <laughs> like, and he goes, all the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are blue, except for three of them. And there are four. I'm blue. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
this is so great. Uh, oh, there's some there's some really good like John moments as well, but I feel like and I love John Tron, but mm-hmm. like I turn it's funny that like all my favorite moments are like Dan generation. I think so um, too. Yeah, for me to, uh, too as well because like I, I think Dan is like kind of like the perfect sort of foil between uh for Aaron. Yeah, they have good chemistry together. Like Aaron mm. and John or yeah, Aaron and John did too, but like they're both very like their type of personality is very similar. And, yeah. But so like Aaron and Dan balance each other out a lot better. Yeah. Um that's not to say that, you know, I love John stuff too. Like they have some mm-hmm. really great stuff. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I just I I do like the chemistry between between Aaron and Dan a lot. Man, man we talked about Game Grumps a lot. Yeah, we love the game grumps. I talk about game grumps all the time. That's oh yeah, oh that's just normal. Oh, okay, yeah, it's just oh, a okay. normal thing. I pr- I think I've talked about game grumps on here plenty of times. I think you know what? Here's a, I I cannot remember if I have met Aaron or not because uh, if you like, did, I would be super jelly. I I the only reason I bring that because because my um my best friend that I've been podcasting for about ten years is uh his name is Mike the Birdman Dodd, mm-hmm. and he's been a part of um, Channel Awesome for the longest time, so he knows a lot a lot of like. Like I've met uh, the angry video game nerd. I've met uh, the nostalgia critic. I've and so it's kind of like that sort of group. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm and I know that I've met a lot of people through that group. And I'm I'm thinking I might have met Aaron, but I cannot honestly remember if I did. I would remember forever. <laughs> I think it was before. Like notice you- me, senpai. <laughs> Exactly. I think it was. I think it was uh, before. I think he, uh, he might have started Game Grumps. It might have been mm. just when he was just known as Ego Raptor. Yeah. Um. I, so I like because the convention, like basic Con Bravo. I think it was where they keep bringing a, b- a bunch of the guys up. He uh, hasn't been to Con Bravo though. He hasn't. No. Okay. Um. As far as I'm aware, it might like, have been. They've he, been trying to get him for a long time. He might have been in an Iron Man of Gaming at, for Screw Attack that I was at one year. This is like before Screw Attack. Like when they was uh, studying Craig and um, uh, Handsome Tom, yeah. Uh, when they when they were the two were still together, and uh, so they like that. This was like years ago. It was like two thousand seven, two thousand eight, I think. And uh, we went down to Texas, uh, like a thirty six hour bus ride. Do not recommend. <laughs> Do not recommend. Like it's fine up until about Cincinnati, but once you get past Cincinnati, the buses are broken. The air conditioning isn't working. It's. I had like one spot where like I was sitting and like it was like the the ceiling was leaking Ugh. onto me. It was, it was like this gross brown liquid thing. It was so. And Ew. I remember sitting on a bus at like from three. Like it was between Memphis and. Nashville and I uh, uh, like or Nashville and Memphis I think and and like it was three o'clock in the morning it was super packed I'm sitting with a bag on my lap and a bag right between my legs and I'm like my arms are kind of draped over the bag on my lap and that's when I realized I was claustrophobic I was like for three <laughs> hours in the middle of the night, and my buddy who was sit, like he had to sit beside me. He basically had to calm me down the entire time. That sounds so shitty. Oh, it was so bad. Like that was the only that was the worst part of that whole trip, uh, except for coming like coming back was probably the, I would say the even worse because it's like when you're going there, it's you're, it's, it's cool because you know there's something like that's coming up. Coming back, but coming back, it's like oh shit, it's like you just know it's over. And you just want to get home so bad. But I think like around, actually it was that was a really cool trip because we got to go uh, go do some cool stuff. Like my uh Mike was he was their G1 community member of the year, so that's how we got to go to it. And nice. it was um get get to see like that that whole Iron Man gaming tournament. Um that was a ton of fun. So I think that's where I think I might have met Aaron if he was there. Uh but I honestly can't yeah. even remember. But that'd be cool to meet him. I've sure. I've met John because uh, he came to Com Bravo a couple years ago. I think that's probably where I met him too. Yeah. And uh, Holly has tweeted at me, oh. and Brian has favorited my tweets on both his account and Ninja Sex Party's account. Oh. So did you get tickets to Ninja Sex Party? Oh, you're not no, gonna, I'm be not gonna be here. here. Oh, that sucks. I did meet Tupperware though at their show, and I saw them play. I think they're at the Com Bravo. This yeah, year. they're gonna be there this yeah. year. Yeah. Hopefully, I, I, I'm hoping that I might get to talk to them a little bit more since I am working with the guest liaison oh, stuff yeah, yeah. there. Oh, yeah, That'd be pretty cool. Because those guys are really cool, and I like uh, – legit, like, not not biased opinion. I've been to a lot of, like, A-list concert shows, like, mm-hmm. with the exception of seeing Incubus last year, which was, mm-hmm. like, my bucket list number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is the most fun show I've ever been to in my life. I – like And, don't, like, Incubus, like, 
the show was amazing. I wouldn't yeah. say I had the most fun. It was just like, oh my god, this is so nostalgic. This is amazing. I love this. I can't believe I'm here. Yeah. But Tupperware was so much fun. Like really? it was so high energy. They never stopped moving. They never stopped joking. Oh, that's and it's awesome. just really fun. And then they came down on the stage afterwards and it was like I was like, you guys are awesome. <laughs> wow. I, I don't think like I'm trying to think what would have been the, like the most energy, like the best concert I've been to. Like, as I've the only concert I've ever, I have ever been to is actually when I started working in radio. I've never been to any real concerts before that, and I just because I never because of my vision, it's just hard for me to see. And yeah. usually, seats near the front are so super expensive, so I can't I can't even go for that. And the accessibility seats are not even that great, and they're expensive too. Um, but like I've been, I've been able to like there's been a few like concerts I've been able to cross out my bucket list. Like I'd see Journey. Like <laughs> oh, I was I have photos. Uh, I was because st- I got a photo pass to be able to go into that big spot right in the uh, right between the stage and yeah. the crowd. And I was standing, and I could see like I I, I, don't, I can't remember his, the, the lead singer's name now. But it basically, I have like a picture of like I could see up his nose. <laughs> like that's how close I was. Wow. Um, and uh, like I've seen. I've seen Heart. I've seen Def Leppard. Uh, I've seen my little cousin saw Def Leppard when she was like ten. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, oh no, absolute bucket list definitely was seeing Robert Plant. That's cool. Oh, it was so good. Like he like him, him mixing his new stuff with his with Led Zeppelin stuff mm-hmm. was like Led Zeppelin was like the band for me. Like I've been able to, like uh, that was such a cool concert. And then uh, Bare Naked Ladies. That's another great show. If you ever get a chance to see them, definitely recommend it for Atlanta sure. Atlanta is friends with them oh yeah yeah she used to babysit the singer's kids <laughs> oh, no way. oh yeah. that's so cool yeah that's pretty cool yeah we actually uh i've only been able to meet them through through work yeah. um but i like i've uh i have a photo actually i don't I'm know sure. if i'm allowed to say that i'm sure it's fine yeah, that's, that's <laughs> whatever fine. i i probably stuff i'm i'm saying that probably not even allowed to say uh anyway but yeah so they came they've i've been able to meet ed and tyler i've never been yeah. able to meet jim or uh kevin but um I remember actually at the, there's one point I uh, they they came in for an interview and there's this thing that I do with my friends from college that we'll send like whenever we're together like we get together like because we're all separated um, but what like we'll whenever we are Sounds in like the a same time we're all separated yeah <laughs> well yeah we're all just in different cities so then whenever we get together it's such a kind of rare event so what we'll do is we'll um, send each other uh, a photo of us giving giving them the middle finger it's like don't like you know don't you wish you were here kind of deal and so I, I did I decided one day uh, when they were here I decided okay. Could you do some for my buddies? Like we, we would love it. Like I would love it if you can just give them the middle finger. And so I got them to, to do a middle finger, and it was that's like awesome. that was the that's the ultimate. I like I think I like I won that game. There's <laughs> no way anyone could be able to beat that. Uh, exactly, like just me standing with Jim, uh, with uh, uh, Ed and Tyler uh, from Bare Naked That that was a cool. That's cool. That's a cool bucket moment. I've been sure. I've been to a lot of really cool shows. Um, I missed out on a lot of stuff here in Toronto, but like there's been some great stuff. But I, in the last few years, I saw I saw Incubus and Deftones last year. Mm. I saw AFI here, uh, which was actually the second time that I've seen them. Yeah, um, we've been to like a lot of the big music festivals. Uh, we went to Edge. Well, I think it's Edge Fest was the big one at Downsview Park. Yeah, um, where like like. Death Cab for Cutie, Diane Wood, City in Color, like oh, all wow. these bands were there. Like, and I saw all of them last. That was two years ago, I think, that I went and saw that. Um, That's pretty awesome. I went to, you know, right when I graduated high school, I went into Project Revolution, which was Linkin Park's tour, where mm-hmm. like My Chemical Romance uh, and like, yeah, Linkin Park, Mindless Self Indulgence. Uh, who else? Uh, not Smashing Pumpkins, but they sound like Smashing Pumpkins. Uh, I can't Ooh. think of the name of them off the top of my head. Placebo. Oh, Placebo. There. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. And like him and tons of stuff there. And then like, I don't know, growing up, you know, going to other shows like we had the fair every year and like Poison had played before and like yeah. Beach Boys and like oh. uh, Alice Cooper one year came. Um, oh, Alice Cooper does a great yeah, show. Yeah, his show was pretty fun. Yeah, I, I, uh, oh, that was a- Billy. Idol though was probably the best one I saw. At the really? Fair. Yeah. I amazing. never would have think that Billy that Idol motherfucker would... is like sixty five years old and he sh- shredded. Really? <laughs> Damn. Yeah. He took his shirt off and I'm like, I will never be as shredded <laughs> as you are. That is like I would not expect that from oh, yeah. uh, from Billy Idol. Jesus, huh. and man, he's in good shape and he doesn't look a day over like thirty five. Like, wow, yeah. that's yeah. awesome. I think yeah, another cool show I remember. Do you, have you ever been to Magfest? No, I wanted to, and it was on my bucket list. And then, like, 
there's been some weird shit that's happened there over the last couple years. And now yeah. I'm like, I don't know if I want to go because I've heard bad things. And... I've actually, like, uh, I've only heard, like, a few of the weird I think it's things. gotten fixed. Like, Yeah, I think so, fixed, too. But... Yeah, I was th- I've was. i been there at least twice. And uh, both times I've actually really, really enjoyed it. And that was within, like, the past like couple years. Like, I think 20, 2012 and 2013. Or, no, sorry, 2013 and 2014 was, I, I was there. And it was great. Like, they, like I went there for the concerts. I mean, the video, the gaming stuff, I was like, okay, yeah, whatever. But, um, like, the concerts were, were amazing. I got to see the Megas, the Proto Men. I've seen the Proto Men. They're, oh, they're fucking great. They are because they so played good. here a few years ago, and the tickets were only, like, 15 bucks. Yeah. And it was, and then I think when they were. He did a cover of Bohemian Rhapsody. And I'm like, you would have thought. It was it was Freddie Mercury. Yeah, have you heard that? Have you heard their album? They put uh, out a full Queen oh, cover really? album. Yeah, they did. They did a show live where they just did all Queen yeah. cover if songs. If you're at that show and you close your eyes, you're like, I'm listening to Freddie Mercury. Oh, totally. Like the best. Like the the this is the was the best experience I had actually going to Megfest. It was Megfest 2013, and it was my uh, it was my two buddies that we we were going down with, and we drove down. And I never heard the Proto Men before. So and good. so my my buddy Justin, he was driving. He he knew like the Acts One and Two uh, by heart, and like including like all the the entire story. And so what he did was he would play Acts One and Two, but he would do all the narration that is normally in the in the in the liner notes. So he was telling the whole story, at, and pretty much he was hitting the post. Like he was hitting like the right moments wow. at the right time. And I was like, I, it was so good. Like I'm sitting in the back seat. And I'm just like. So enjoying this. It was like it was Act One, Act Two, and then we listened to the Queen album, and that's when we got into uh, I got into uh, DC, and then getting to see them live. And I was just like, that is the ultimate experience for pro- like just getting introduced to the Proto Men. And then I saw them a couple months later at uh, PAX East, and it was still just as good. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I was disappointed that I didn't get a chance to see them when they were here because uh, I think they also opened for uh, Tenacious D. When uh, Tenacious D performed, point, yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh, man, like I, I love those guys. Those, they're fantastic. Well, when they were here, when I saw them, they also there were two other bands that opened for them, and one of them was Robot Eyes, and they're also really good. So like all the music that I was at, normally like you're like, all right, just get past the opening shows, care so we can get the yeah, yeah. But like all the bands that played with them were really good. Oh yeah, actually I forgot. Well, so the one, the coolest moment too was that. Um, uh, they were they played on the, the Proto Men played on the main stage of Magfest, and this is at like close to midnight, and so they got off, and then part of Magfest is that there's a jam space, so that you can any band or anybody has an instrument can go up and play, and they have like a, a sound guy set up where you can be able to plug in, and there's like a whole PA system, and so what they what they did was as soon as they got off stage, they went to the jam space, and they, they on stage they didn't play any. Queen songs all it was just mostly stuff for Max one and two kind of like uh, and then a, like one song for Mac three that they have that they just put out at that point and then they went to the jam space and they played all like all their Queen songs mm. and I was just like it was the ultimate like that was the best night That's I'd ever so seen cool. yeah yeah um, I suppose we're getting towards the end of the episode here I think we've got about fifteen more minutes I wanted oh. to get into because you also do a podcast as well yes yeah. Um, which is ter- the Terrible Warriors, or yes. Terrible Warriors, or it used to be Twat. <laughs> it used to, yeah, it was a show called the. Uh, it used to be called These Warriors Are Terrible. Uh, you can figure out the acronym from that. <laughs> um, and then we're, uh, we're now called the uh, the Terrible Warriors. Yeah. yeah, so which rolls off the tongue a bit better, anyways. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I thought too. Um, um, but yeah, I uh, we uh, Terrible Warriors is a um, it's an RPG like tabletop RPG podcast where we sit down essentially play like games like Dungeons and Dragons. And uh, we'll come up with our own stories, and we uh, will play a game. And the great thing about it is that you can jump in at any point, and you're not missing out on any story. So it's not like a few podcasts will like do like 30 episodes of the same story, but with us, we always do like four episodes, uh, four episode arcs. Um, so we have about 50 adventures that we've ran, and uh, they range from, excuse me, we range from uh, Dungeons and Dragons to. Uh, even like series like Pokemon, we've done a, like two Pokemon games. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've done the Matrix. We've done a few Star Wars. Um, we've done. We even done a Night Vale uh, game. Uh, we've we found a, a like a system called um, uh, po- I think Apocalypse World or, or something like that. Basically, it's a, it's a system that uh, the, if you look up the game Monster Hearts, that the, that's the system it's based off of. And so we created our own version uh, based off of Night Vale, and that's. If you're inter- if you like that podcast, you might like uh, uh, that adventure. Yeah, we just, we're actually all, we're all running up on 
we're coming up on about almost 50 adventures that we've done That's pretty um, over the past. We, we've been running since like uh, October 2012. Nice. Um, and it's been, it, it's a total fun. And uh, yeah, you can you check it out, terriblewarriors.com. Nice. Yeah. Can we pause? So you've got about, you, like you said, about 50 adventures. Mm-hmm. Um, how long have you guys been doing this show for? Uh, since October 2012, that was our very first one. Um, and we've been, yeah, we've been doing it kind of every, every Monday ever since. Yeah. Uh, and it's great. Like, and it, it's a, cause I used to do a podcast called This Week in Geek. That was, that's the longest running podcast I've oh, done. Oh shit. I just kind of started a segment called This Week in Geek on this show. Oh really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> we've been, we, I figured that was kind of taken, but. Yeah, it was, uh, it was, we had that, we started the show January 31st, 2007. Right. Uh, and, uh. I, I'm not a uh, I'm not a, a big part of it anymore. Um, but I like I like I only stopped a couple years ago. Um, but my buddy Mike still runs it, so it's like it's coming up. Actually, this January um, will be its tenth anniversary. Oh wow! Yeah. So and I, I, I but like I love running like both those podcasts. Like I probably would not want to do anymore because <laughs> yeah. I love podcasts. But I'm like oh just like it, it's just well especially a lot if of work. they're both weekly. Like I find. Since my show hinges around having guests, it, like mm. sometimes it's really difficult to be like, well, I don't have anybody this week. What am I going to do? Yeah. And then, like intermittently, like I'll have Jessica on or my friend Justin will come on. I, I've been talking to Justin about being a more regular fixture. So like when we don't have guests or like, I mean, even when we do have guests, having him on regular basis. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so we can just kind of continue to do that stuff. But um, yeah, and obviously I didn't do This Week in Geek on this episode because I'm filled. I'm we're recording the same time, same week as the one that I did with Alana, and right. it would be the same stuff. So yeah. no, no worries. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. It used to like it was the name kind of came from we were gonna do um, essentially the like this week in geek like news. Yeah. Um, but we kind of segmented it off so that the first half of the show it was, it was an hour long show because you started off as a radio show at our college radio station. Um, it was we were doing it for five percent extra credit, and uh, it was uh, it's funny actually. So. I was wanted to do it. I wanted to do a show, and I was going to do a geek-oriented show, and I was going to do it with uh, my buddy Andrew. Um, but unfortunately, just like the schedule that they gave us, uh, that the program director gave us, we just, he couldn't do it because uh, just he just had to work. Mm-hmm. So I had to scramble to try to find a co-host, and there was a guy um, that he we wanted to. He it, he had heard about the show, or that I wanted to do a geek radio show, and then he pitched himself as like the comic book. Uh, Superman expert and I was like okay that's actually great that it can work in because it was going to be first half of the show was going to be all news and the second half was going to be a specific topic and we were going to have experts in to talk about that topic and so once when I found out that Andrew couldn't do it I was like since he was the only other one that expressed interest I asked him would he be willing to do a co-host never met him like barely met him before like I, I knew he was like in class and I'd only met him the one time when he told me he, he was interested and we he said yeah sure I got nothing better to do I was like well okay so we went in cut a promo together like that like with that that day and two days later we were on the air for the first time and what I loved about it was that our chemistry was uh, so good with each other that we had comments that came in that day after that after our first show and one of them said that uh, it sounds as if that you guys have been friends for years. So I was like, oh, that's perfect. And so we've been doing that show kind of ever since. We spawned off a di- like a ton of different shows. Technically, Terrible Warriors started off as a um, as a spinoff of uh, This Week in Geek, and it was just going to be just the the crew of the of the show was going to get together and play um, da- tabletop RPGs. And then it just kind of became bigger and bigger, and just kind of expand off into kind of its own show. And mm-hmm. so I've been I've been kind of running that uh, ever since. It's it's cool that you guys have been doing that for so long. I in about I think it was probably two thousand. Between 2006 and 2008, mm-hmm. I tried to – my friend and I tried to do a and d adventure podcast kind of thing. Yeah. And it wasn't even really a formatted thing. It was just we were going to record our adventures and then post them. And we did a we did a few of them, and people liked them. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know why we didn't continue to do it. But, like, uh, yeah, like the people that – we got good comments and people really enjoyed it. And they're like, there needs to be more of this because back then that wasn't really a thing. Like podcasts were st- – they existed for a while, but like they weren't huge yet, and yeah. like they were just kind of like projects that people did on the side for fun, and like uh, there at the time, like now there's a lot of like, you know, adventure pod, like Adventure Zone, for example, which is one of my favorites by mm-hmm. the, the brothers McElroy. Like they play D and D with yep. their dad, and it's really funny. Yeah. Um, but like that didn't exist back then. Like, and there that show is even pretty new. They've only been doing. I don't even know if they've been doing that for a year yet. I'm not sure. 
Yeah, there's a few maybe, podcasts. Maybe a year. Or yeah, more, but. there's a few podcasts like that are like tabletop RPGs that have been kind of going for a little bit uh, for a couple of years, but uh, it's only starting to like recently become a little bit more mainstream. Um, and we listen to like uh, as a crew, we listen to a few podcasts here and there, and uh, they do like sort of the typical um, where they'll just play for however long and then they'll keep the story going. Um, but we have ours is sort of uh, regimented to a specific format. They're always going to be an hour long, so that that's not a major commitment um uh let's basically yeah it's not a major commitment kind of time-wise for each week um and then the fact that we are done in four episodes and then we move on to the next story you always will get a story from beginning to end and you can jump in on any any given point we actually have more people that listen to just the adventures than actually subscribing to the podcast so there's a bit of a different there's a nice kind of two different groups of people just listen and then people that are actually subscribed listen, uh, want to be able to know what we're going to come out of each week and uh, that's why we love like kind of just going from different uh, adventures and different stories instead of just sticking with one the entire time so um, yeah no it's it's a ton of fun um, to, to do every single week and we just rec- yeah I, I love it I love it our crew is, con- is fantastic and we're just so funny. I love working with those guys. I'm pretty sure I'm subscribed to you. I'm actually looking now. Oh, yeah. Okay. oh yeah. There you are. Right <laughs> yeah. there. Terrible Warriors. Yeah, that yeah, does. That's you. That's yeah. my toe. I made that. Yeah, you my toe. Yay. By the way, I saw that Domino's pop-up thing there. I was like, I want pizza. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, see, I hate, like, I, I, I've had the Domino's app for a while, and it's only just started to give me notifications. I'm like, dang. Domino's, is there a Domino's so nearby money? here? <laughs> no, oh. that's sad. But it, it's just because there's it's the only pizza place that's around my that's around my building. Uh, so I'm just like it's a, it's that or Pizza Hut. That's pretty much the only two that are worth it. I went to Little Caesars a few days ago. Yeah, on Shepherd is like way out, kind of near Scarborough. Yeah, and because um, there's not that many in in Canada, let alone Tor- in Toronto, hardly yeah. at all. Um, and uh, but I go out of my way to go there sometimes, and um, I just had a lunch special deep dish you know pan pizza or whatever it comes with like four slices yeah and i took a bite of the pepperoni and i was like oh this is so because it was fresh like really fresh oh. like the freshest you could possibly get like the guy took nice. it out of the oven and handed it to me nice and like um because like sometimes at little caesar around lunchtime they keep them in an oven thing yeah you can kind of like get on the side but no like he cooked it and made it right there and it was fresh um i was like oh that's really hot i'm gonna set it down for a few minutes so it'll cool off and uh so like you know, about five, ten minutes later, I pick up and took a big bite out. I just burned the shit out oh. of the roof of my mouth. And because I, I was like, I specifically, I'm like, do not want to burn my mouth. So I set it aside. I'm like, <laughs> I'm hungry, but I'm not going to get impatient. Yeah. And it's, and it's still. That was like three days ago, and it's still bugging me. Really? Wow. <laughs> yeah. you, you might have had some pretty, like, second or third degree burns on there. Yeah. Uh, well, it's 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 not as bad as it was the last couple of days, but, like, it's still tender right. on that side. Right oh. Jeez. But I had oh, to, it was so fucking good. I, I had actually, like, I had pizza pizza, like, yesterday. Ugh, and it's garbage pizza. I know. It was, like, because it, 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 it's the only thing that's around here, around the station, that, mm. like, I was like, ah, you know, I haven't had it in a, in a long time, like, long, long time. So I thought, you know, I'll just, whatever, I'll give it a shot because I was kind of sick of the food around here. And I ordered it, and it was, like, I, ugh, it was just so bad. Yeah. It was just, like, I'm like, man, I, all I craved was, like, a, either a Domino's or, like, a Pizza Hut pizza. Because Pizza yeah. Hut pizza is my f- absolute favorite. Pizza Hut's pretty good. It's yeah. just really expensive. Yes. Uh, yes. I, sure. I really like Little Caesars, though, as far as fast food chain pizza go. My mm. favorite pizza on the planet, shout out to Pizza Research Institute, Eugene. So fucking good. Where's that? It, Eugene, Oregon. It is a oh, – and the funny thing is it's, to be in Oregon. it's all vegetarian and vegan pizza, which I am absolutely not a vegetarian or a vegan. Uh-huh. But it is all handmade, hand-fresh, like fresh vegetables, and it is the dankest of the dank pizza. Really? Yeah, and like I was – when I went there for the first time, I was really opposed to going, and I was with my friend who was a vegan, and he's like oh, – because I wanted to go to Tracktown Pizza, and their pizza is really good. Yeah. And – um he's like I can't really have much there because you know being vegan it's like you should come here with me like it's really good I promise I'm like I don't uh, you know I want real pizza you know and I was just like I finally I'm like yeah okay like I can't it really sucks for you that you can't have this let's go there I'll try it Mm -hmm. and like oh my god it is so good (laughs) they had uh, um, chef pizza uh, what was uh, with chef cheese a roasted eggplant and um, uh, caramelized onions wow it's so good. That and then my other favorite one is a it's like a uh, spicy tofu and garlic pizza. So they're like whole mm-hmm. garlic cloves and then the spicy tofu. Like the first time I ate it, I'm like, this is this is meat. Oh, me, like it's meat. This is meat. And you're mm-hmm. kidding. He's like, no, no, it's tofu. I'm like, you're lying. This is this is meat. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, man, I like 
man, I, I really wanted like to go to Chicago because I really want the deep dish. Yeah. It's so bad. I had one. I've only here. had it in the airport. Oh, I know, right? Yeah. Oh, like there actually is. I did find one place here in Toronto that does do deep dish. Yeah. Like pro, like proper deep dish, and it's a place called Junked, and it's on like Dovercourt and uh, like right, yeah, Dovercourt and Dundas, and it is so good. Like like that place is like the ultimate, um, dr- like drunk at two a.m. and you just want to eat like the greasiest food mm. ever. They have, and it's just like it's the perfect combinations of food that you would totally think are like the best. Like like they have uh, maple syrup mac uh, mac and cheese, and it just it sounds like bad, but when you're like when, when you're like inebriated and you're or you're drunk or whatever at like two a.m. it's like that sounds amazing, <laughs> and it's it is so good. Like even when you're not drunk, it's actually still pretty good. And like they they had like amazing deep dish pizza, and I was like, oh, man, I want to try it from Ch- mm. like in Chicago. I want to go. With Where's the that? Source. At? Uh, Can we near walk there it's, from here. <laughs> no, we can't. It's like Ossington and Dundas. Oh, that's pretty far. Yeah, yeah, but it's yeah, it's good. It's good staff. Uh, well, we could play Pokemon Go and walk to the. <laughs> <laughs> if we want to walk a couple of kilometers, for sure, we'll get a lot of Pokestops. <sighs> yeah, if it's still like our, just our luck when we try to be able to go. Yeah, out we'll and do try it. to leave. It, it, the servers are done. Done. Dang you, Pokemon, Pokemon Go, Go, more like Pokemon Stop. Am I right? <laughs> I've, <High five. laughs> I've been resisting the urge to post to Imgur and Reddit a mango that is spiky because it's Pokemango. <laughs> uh, that's a good one. That's I'm glad good. you appreciate my puns. Nobody else does. <laughs> and my friend the other day was like, uh, he tweeted me, he's like, what do you what do you think about the Nintendo Classic? I'm like I'm super down, and then I tweeted him. You might say I'm super Nintendo down. He goes, "Ow, that pun is painful," <laughs> and I'm like, "Fuck you." <laughs> that was a great pun. I can appreciate a good like a good pun like yeah. that's I like it's I, like I almost and sometimes I'll appreciate even the attempt, even if the pun is bad. Uh-huh. Like uh, like I've had I've heard so many bad puns, but I'm just like I like you know what like I like the fact that you tried. Yeah. Well, I I love puns. It's the Worse, the better. I've always enjoyed them, and it like everybody when they're like, "Stop, get out!" I'm like, "You're just jealous that you didn't think of that because it was right in front of your face, mm-hmm. and you didn't mm-hmm. do it." That's why I think there's another channel I like on YouTube, SourceFed Nerd, and uh, there's a, a girl in there, Maud Garrett. She is like, watch her, like she is like a, like a pun master. <laughs> there is actually a video I've have seen, like it's just all of her puns, and it is like it is. There's some that are so bad, but it's like there's some that are like so super clever. It is just the best. <laughs> I was. I, I love it. I've always enjoyed puns, but I think that what really got me into like making them was um, um, Piers Anthony novels because his books oh, are yeah. like full, like part of the lore is that everything is puns. So like yeah. a butterfly, if you were to squish it, it would butter would come out, <laughs> and like just you know like different things in the the lore. And I I kind of like I got really into that, and then uh, I think that's just kind of how. I turned into like a stupid pun machine. <laughs> oh god, that's funny. That's good. Right. Well, we are coming up on the end of the episode here. Um, where can people find you at? Uh, I am uh, Steve Saylor, pretty much everywhere uh, on social media. Um, I'm S T E V E S A Y L O R. It's it's Saylor without the I. It's a Y instead of an I. Um, but uh, you can find me on YouTube, uh, YouTube.com/snowball. I had that nick that it did since 2005. I was able to grab that as soon as I as soon as I could. Um, you can so yeah. also Google or you can also search Blind Gamer and you come up right. Yeah, yeah. If you search for my name on uh, YouTube or just search for Blind Gamer, I'm I'm generally the within the f- the first page that comes up. Cool. So yeah, yeah, you can check me out there. And the website you mentioned earlier. Oh yeah, uh, TerribleWarriors.com for uh, the Tabletop RPG podcast. Nice, so. nice. I think mm-hmm. I'm gonna start calling you Scout as a nickname because your last name is Sailor. <laughs> I hate I hate Sailor Moon with what? a passion. Why? Oh, because I was paying. Uh, it, it's, it's, no, no, uh, no. It, you know, hey Sailor Moon. Oh, uh, I totally do. I <laughs> totally do. And it's only because I was bullied as a kid because of my last Fuck name was Sailor, and I was just like, I absolutely hate Sailor Moon. Like, I I don't knock anybody who who loves it. I have friends who absolutely love that show, and I'm told like I appreciate that. But I will, you know. Oh, it's, it's close to my heart because I grew up, you know, like that was some of my early anime days. It was being introduced to Sailor Moon, and I I tried to collect the comics for a bit, and like the the comics 
artwork in Sailor Moon, in my opinion, is some of the most gorgeous like comic book art ever. Uh, like okay. if you actually look at the original like manga and like Tokyo Pop comics back in the day, like it mm-hmm. is beautiful art. Like it's just beautiful anime art. Cool. Um, yeah. Well. Okay. So that about does it for us. Um, you can find me as usual at YouTube.com/slash/pixelich. P-I-X-E-L-L-I-T-C-H. And, you know, social media, pretty much everywhere else. We do have a Patreon page as well. You can find us at Pixelitch, which um, I would like to grow that a bit. I had I had one donor, and he was paying for our hosting for the show, and then he pulled his host – he pulled his donation out in June. Uh, th- so thank you for the, the few months that you did do that. I appreciate that. Um, but, yeah, so now we don't have anyone anymore. <laughs> so, um, yeah, if anybody was interested in that, yeah, you can check us out there. And any final thoughts? Any more po- uh, Pokemangos? Any, uh... Pokemangos. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm good. I'm sad that you're going to, to Oregon because this was fun. I had a blast. Yeah, well, like Steve and I just became friends here a couple months ago, I think. And so, like yeah. – now like I'm meeting a lot of really cool people this summer like more than usual <laughs> yeah. and now it's like fuck why couldn't I have known you guys like five years ago I know that's always the way like every time I move to like a new town or a new area it's just like I always like find like new friends I'm just like dang it why did we meet before <laughs> yeah well, this was really awesome having us here in the studio. Like, this yeah. is a legit studio. We've got, like, double monitors, two double mics, all mm-hmm. XLR, like, full. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's. I'll take a picture of it, post it on Instagram. Like, we're in a real fucking studio, and you can see out in the CN Tower, and it's freaking awesome, and I wish I could record here all the time. <laughs> uh, the beauty of working in radio. Oh, you man. have access to studios in off hours. So, oh, yeah. yeah. So, anyways, guys, enjoy. Uh, have a good one. Find us on social media, and we'll catch you next time on LitchCast. Cool. Cool. Hey, everybody. Just a little extra tidbit of information here. I wanted to say thank you to Inverspace for providing us with his song Invading Your Space for our intro. If you'd like to hear some more awesome chiptunes, and I know that you do, check him out at inverspace.com. 